that a little bit that's an original song by dusty smith the butt ponies hell yeah i've made this video myself i'm trying to think i'm good at this folks only been a weekend three days look at all this stuff i have to cover all i do is work for you suffer for my art that's how much i love you guys so as always join me on a good night uh, gonna cover the bank run i guess uh it's the end of the world as we know it and i actually feel pretty good can't complain Gonna walk you through what's going on, what happened to the past, what's happening now. Of course, uh, spoiler alert, it's all Trump's fault. Gonna do the Chud Watch before the break. Usually we do that after the break, but gonna do it before the break tonight and uh, have a pretty decent Chud Watch. Gonna do some what the fuck. Uh, gonna cover Elon Musk versus Steve Bannon. You guys seen that? Apparently they're feuded. And of course, as always, I say, let them fight. And, and as always, and beyond parody, Jordan Peterson uh, posting milking porn. Yeah, totally cool. Think he might be back on the benzos. So, lots of cover tonight. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining me. And folks, as always, uh, please consider super chatting me. I read every single word of the super chats at halftime and then the rest of them at the end of the show. Uh, so be sure to immortalize yourself forever and ever. It's the lifeblood of the show. It's the only way I stay in business. Actually, uh, last week I know they were, noticed they were doing like ads in the middle of the show i cut that shit out i don't want a lot of ads in the show i don't want to sell anything i just want to if you guys like what i do please support the super chats and uh patreon all that you know how it works i would appreciate it uh thank you in advance all of you beautiful people but as always gonna start the show off like we normally do open your hymnals to page one you know what time it is mofos it's religious bullshit mute that play this Wait for the graphic to pop up. Here we go. Boom! Religious bullshit. Fire and brimstone, as always. And first off, Hank Kuderman's back, folks. And uh, still with the same old bullshit. They promised. They promised. Two weeks. Trump's coming back. He's the real president. Uh, uh, apparently, doubling, tripling, quadrupling down. Now, I guess uh, Biden 
playing by play by body doubles you know his ears are different his nose is dead it's all different uh and believe him, he's not a conspiracy theorist folks because he doesn't watch the news but like the news doesn't have conspiracy theorists anyway unless you're watching fox which anyway uh let's let him explain it to us all you can build your life on sand and I, be woke i want to fall i choose that you can build your church on woke it's gonna fall or you can build it on the rock, which is the kingdom of God, and it'll stand no matter what happens. Wind, floods, rain, egg prices, inflation, fake administration, 46 that does not exist. Interesting that God said that from the very start, November Who? 4th. Where did God say that? I didn't hear God say that. I didn't hear you say it, you lying motherfucker. This is a fake administration. Uh -huh. It doesn't exist. Why would he say that? He did. And then you he got a guy, it. when I look at pictures, I don't know how many guys are trying to be him. Just one, dude. Oh, you're a conspiracist. No, I'm a realist. I'm a cartoonist. I can Super recognize realist. when somebody doesn't look the same. First of all, you got different looking eyes, different looking head, different looking earlobes. Well, Pastor, you're, you're just one of those conspiracies. I don't read conspiracies. I don't even listen to the news. You just make them up. I'm just telling you, when I've seen pictures, I'm like, what are you trying to do? You're trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Mm, totally. And I ain't buying it because I ain't deceived. <laughs> That's just a side note because uh -huh. I had to put a little political commentary in yeah, there. Well, tax the churches, folks. Look at Revelation 13, verse 8. Okay, let's look at it. Oh, look him up. Okay, I did. It's the same dude. I even matched his signatures once. Somebody sent it to me. I'm like, I ain't the same signature. I don't think you're qualified to do that. Boy, some people are mad right now. Nobody in your church is mad. That's the reason you said it. If there was even a slight chance anybody in your church is going to be mad, you're spreading uh, conspiracy theories about Biden. You wouldn't do it. You're 100% doing it because you know they support that. They like you lying to them and spreading conspiracy theories. And uh, zero people are mad. Even I'm not mad. I just think you're full of shit and a clown and you're amazing to make fun of. Please continue. Don't mess with my Biden. Well, no, B-Y-E-D-O-N-E. Biden. There you go. I'm not playing their game. <laughs> Biden, get it? So clever. But hey, he's a multimillionaire, so who am I to judge his amazingly grifting ways? And uh, then Christian hate preacher David uh, Burnson. No lucky they haven't met up very much. You know, the friendly atheist haven't met up. Well, anyway, uh, apparently people such as myself have been posting clips of them because they're destroying christianity and religion which is amazing and uh they can't even remember our names folks they ain't worried about us even though they seem to be noticing um i get this call and it was it was just about brother devin but there's no context to the message it was just saying like well he's the abomination and jesus doesn't hate and all this other stuff like, mm. yeah you know just blah 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 <laughs> a bunch of just just garbage yeah they're like jesus doesn't hate blah 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 yeah, jesus wouldn't rape a children jesus wouldn't uh, kill kittens jesus wouldn't murder anybody blah 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 in my bible jesus is hardcore as fuck basically a serial killer so uh you fucking woke soy boy pussies better get with the program right but there was no reference i'm just thinking like why in the world is someone calling our church about brother devin like what did you do brother devin <laughs> I did a search for his name then, and I was just thinking, like, what, what could it be? And, and, then, and then it popped up, and there it was. And I was like, oh. And, and I forget the guy's name, and I'm glad yeah, I forget it because I don't even want to say it because why drive more people to, to this guy? I'll to do it. This guy more it was Matt Meadows, the friendly atheist. I don't think Google he has it. some huge reach anyway. It's some atheist that – And some of you guys probably already know about it. I think he – I don't know I do. if he tweets it or if it's on Twitter or, or it, it what social media platform it even is. 
he posted this thing with some clip of Brother Devin Sermon mm -hmm. where he was talking about that uh, the homos need a bullet to the back of the head or something. Yeah, or I, I did that too. Like, okay, I well, it. yeah, that's you know, we believe in in the Old Testament law that ought to ought to be put in place. Yeah, you know? social slavery apparently. I, I passed him the link to to show him where the where his little little moment is his little badge of honor yeah. is by the, so the cool. god hating atheists that wanna point out that we actually believe the Bible. Yes, point out that you're actually calling for the deaths of homosexuals just like Jesus would have done. Super cool Christians, please keep it up. Murder religion so fast and uh Greg Locke, folks, looking out for homeless people. He got this uh, movie coming out, but it's basically just his long-ass boring sermon in his uh, circus tent. So it's clowns, clowns all the way down, as you can imagine. And uh, he's so shameless. He's trying to get free publicity for the movie, but also trying to seem like he's a good guy, a good uh, Christian man, helping out the poors. And uh, so here's the way he does it. Greg Locke says, our homeless ministry leaders are gathering a group of our homeless friends, and we've secured a number of tickets for them to watch Come Out in Jesus' Name on Monday evening at Regal Opry Mills. The church will cover all of the popcorn, food, and drinks for them. If you know some homeless folks that would like to watch the movie in a warm place with free food, please uh, let us know so we can arrange them a ticket. God bless. Super cool. I'm sure homeless people will come watch your shitty goddamn movie sermon there, Greg Locke. Just as shameless as it can possibly be. Like you didn't raise money to house them, to actually feed them in any meaningful way, to give them warm clothing. No, you got to bring them to your movie because it's incredibly self-serving. Just holy shit. Can't be any more transparent of a shameless con man than Greg Locke is. And then, it's not just the Christians raping your children, folks. It's also uh, the Muslims, which stands to reason since they literally worship a dude who married a 16-year-old. Yeah, yeah, Muhammad, pedophile. So, uh, unshocking that they are also a bunch of child rapists. A United Kingdom, Quran teacher, Muhammad Asgar, 68 years old, sentenced to 10 years in jail for attempted rape and three counts of sexual assaults on minor under 13 uh, by Crodon Crown Court. Uh, might have should have moved back to the Middle East if you want to do that, folks. It's still pretty acceptable back there, I think. So, in the wrong place, motherfucker, but enjoy prison. And you might notice also, I don't know if you noticed about this guy, uh, but uh, not a drag queen. I know, shocker, how that always is the case almost 100% of the time. And then... This one hurts me, folks. Rain Wilson, who I love. I love The Office. I'm one of the big Office fans. I've seen The Office a, a million times. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica, okay? But apparently he a, a giant Christian douchebag, which is uh, sad. I, I know Likey, and he like, I do think there is an anti-Christian bias in Hollywood. Well, I mean, that does make sense. I mean, uh, the majority of people in Hollywood are like creative types, Creative types tend to lean more to the left. Um, conservatives just aren't very creative. They don't possess enough empathy. Empathy allows you to put yourself in other people's shoes and understand what they're going through. And having the power of empathy also goes hand-in-hand -hand with imagination. Helps you become a better writer, better actor, better producer. Basically everything better in the creative arts. So conservatives are just bad at it. And Also, there are a lot of uh, progressive people as being imaginative and uh, empathetic allows you to do. And uh, they know... Not so big on the hate for gays, the spreading fear, and uh, child abuse, you know. Makes sense. 
He goes on to say, he's going to bitch about The Last of Us, which is amazing. I have not seen the finale yet, so please do not spoil it for me. As soon as the David character in The Last of Us, by the way, it's a minor spoiler if you haven't seen it, started reading from the Bible, I knew that he was going to be a horrific villain. Could there be a Bible-reading preacher on a show who is actually loving and kind? Um, no, because it is not a loving and kind book. It's fucking horrible. So, yes, somebody comes and reads an ancient book of fiction in order to control people and become a uh, leader of a cult. Probably going to be a nasty character, Rain Wilson. Can you point out a, a great man? who would be a, in a post-apocalyptic world, like reading out of the awful fucking Bible, trying to threaten people with eternal torture for not following him? Probably not. Disappointed! Goddamn, so disappointed in Rain Wilson. Should have stuck with that one character that you'll always be known as. And then, uh, once again, folks, an Ohio pastor has been indicted for multiple sexual abuse of minor charges. That's why, every time, the preachers, the youth pastors, are bad guys in movies because the art is imitating real life, Rain. They're, they're not the greatest of people. Every single one of them, regardless if they know it or not. Like, most of them know it, in my opinion. But regardless if they know it or not, they're all con men. They're all shilling this awful, awful outdated ideology. And so they do not deserve to be praised. He's been indicted for five counts of sexual battery and two counts of gross sexual imposition, uh, one of which is a felony. Give a biblical hello to Pastor Dennis W. Lafferty. And uh, once again, shockingly, not a drag queen. Hmm. Amazing, amazing how that always is the case. And uh, here we go, another one. A youth pastor in Illinois has been charged with aggravated criminal sexual abuse and criminal sexual assault involving several minors and child pornography. So Friday... I did a show, and I clipped out a video of it. We had, what, like six or seven of these just in four days. It's been the weekend. Here's three just this weekend alone, folks. Almost one a day now being arrested. Crickets. I'm going to show you later the near riot that happened at a uh, drag queen story hour with both neo-Nazis, Proud Boys, all the conservatives went out in mass to protest it. Screaming about pedophiles, pedophilia, killing transgender people. Not a single one posted about this. Not a single one posted about any of these. Not a single one actually gives a shit about this, period. It's all political theater. It's all bullshit. The child pornography charges got filed at his first court appearance. Give a holy hello to Pastor Isaiah W. Milkinson. Yep, another young guy. The alleged abuse all occurred at the church. The church where children are protected, uh, like I said on the last show, no child should be allowed in the church unless they first take and pass a course on how not to get groomed, how to spot groomers, and who to tell if they get groomed. Only then should they be allowed to step foot through the church doors. How about that, Proud Boys? How about that, Q? How about that, Christians? What do you guys think? No? No? Well, you don't actually give a shit, of course. Always the case, and that is a my a religious bullshit. What do you think about that, DSPs? Are they full of shit? Are they hypocrites? I already know the answer. Can you do a commentary on the speech Trump did today? I'd love to see you point out all his craziness. Um, I started watching some of it before the show, but I don't really have a lot of it. Uh, we're going to talk about the crowd that was outside, but uh, next show, I'll try to cover it. I never would have guessed. I know, right? Shock face, as always. I like Dwight better than Rain. I know, me too. Much more likable, unfortunately. 
I think Dusty's movies would be way more entertaining. Hell yeah, I can make some good movies. I have some ideas. But I could only get the funding. I wish I had that uh, Daily Wire Ben Shapiro $75 million to throw at movies. But unfortunately, uh, no millionaires or billionaires are funding my show right now. So uh, if you guys could help me out on the Patreon, that would be super cool. Love you. And move right along, folks. Gotta cover the bank runs. You guys remember back in... 2007, 2008, where the economy almost collapsed because all the banks were failing. Basically, they had a mortgage derivative swaps. The banks went out and found a bunch of poor people, just basically anybody they could to give loans to for houses. And they went out and they gave loans to people that they absolutely knew you could not pay back the loans. And then they bundled all these mortgages into these uh, derivatives. And they bribed and conned uh, the regulators into giving these uh, mortgage swaps uh, 4A ratings that let anybody who wanted to invest in them believe that they were very likely to pay off, that they were good investments. And then, of course, they made tons and tons of money selling these things. And then when all the poor people that couldn't pay back their home loans uh, started defaulting on their loans, the entire bubble burst. And so, of course, the United States government stepped in bailed out all the rich people. They privatize the gains, the benefits, and socialize the losses. It's what they always fucking do. And uh, you and I had to pay for it. That's the fucking system we live under. The one slightly good thing that happened out of it was in the Obama administration, they tried to tackle this problem, so they wanted to more heavily regulate the banks so they couldn't gamble with other people's money if you guys don't already know this when you put your money into the bank uh, they don't actually keep it into the bank they take it and they just gamble it on whatever the fuck they want to that's how the system works it should not work that way uh, but that's what's going on and if you have uh two hundred fifty thousand dollars or less in the bank then it's insured by the government who will come in and if the banks fuck up and invest in the wrong things will bail the banks out which is also kind of bullshit in my opinion but um in this case they bailed them all out so at least in the Obama administration, they passed uh, some Dodd-Frank bills and tried to make slightly more regulations to make it harder for banks to go out and uh, willy-nilly gamble on bullshit, which would collapse them and lead to more bailouts from the taxpayers, right? Um, all Dodd-Frank was was make it to where the banks actually had to be audited more regularly so we could check in on them to make sure that they weren't doing this uh, criminal activity that would lead to the collapse of the banking uh industry so uh super cool we did it. we passed a few bills it wasn't as much as we needed but at least it was something right and uh, so then donald trump got in office and he did exactly what i said he was going to do what we all said he was going to do it's just crazy that this is what i was debating the drunken peasants about this is what i was debating bearing and andy warsky about this is what i lost my career over quote unquote this is what my channel declined over when i went out public and i said this is what he said he's going to do and if he does this this is what's going to happen and exactly like I said, it's happening, folks. Here's what he said he's going to do, and here's what he did. We've done, but we've kept yet another promise as I signed the Economic Growth Regulatory Relief and Consumer Protection Act into law. It's a big deal, big deal for our country. This is truly a great day for America. It wasn't. And a great day for American workers it and small not. businesses it's all throughout everybody. the nation. The legislation I'm signing today rolls back the crippling Dodd-Frank regulations that are crushing community banks and credit unions 
nationwide. They were in such trouble. One size fits all. Unlike now. Those rules just don't work. And community banks and credit unions should be regulated the same way. And you have to really look at this. They should be regulated the same way with proviso for safety as in the past when they were vibrant and strong. But they shouldn't be regulated the same way as the large, complex financial institutions. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. And they were being put out of business one by one. And they weren't lending. Since its passage in 2010, Dodd-Frank has dealt a huge blow to community banking. It has not. As a candidate, I pledge that we would rescue these community banks from Dodd-Frank, mm -hmm. the disaster of Dodd-Frank. Mm -hmm. Such a disaster. And now we are keeping that commitment, and all of the people with me are keeping that commitment. Yeah, roll back the regulations. The one thing keeping the banks from uh, criminally gambling all of your money away. And yep, he said he was going to do it, and he did it. A great plan, but I want to have your input on the plan in particular. And to do what we have to do in terms of regulation, we have some of the bankers here. There's nobody better to tell me about Dodd-Frank than Jamie, so you're going to tell me about it. Yeah, we had some of the bankers here writing the laws. Hey, what's the worst that could possibly happen if you let banks regulate themselves? We expect to be cutting a lot out of Dodd-Frank because, frankly, I have so many people, friends of mine, that have nice businesses. They can't borrow money. They just can't get any money because the banks uh, just... Uh, don't lend to people that they don't think are going to be able to pay it back? Yeah, no shit. We'll let them borrow because of the rules and regulations in Dodd-Frank. So we'll be talking about that, Jamie, in terms of the banking industry. Great. So he did it, folks, and he had the help of all of his Republican shills, like Kevin McCarthy. Lisa Lambert from Reuters. Given um, that we're talking about regulation and economic growth, are there any financial regulations or banking regulations that you feel are impeding economic growth and that you might put through the CRA on January 30th? We're looking at a number of them now, and we haven't laid out that role, um, which ones yet? I, those three, um, the blacklisting is the newest that people don't know about for there. But I, uh, the Speaker and I have sat down with uh, Jeb Henserling just last night talking about his Choice Act and looking at where, where capital is king, jobs are created. So, so much as what happened in Dodd-Frank, you push capital in other places, you try to eliminate all risk, where you eliminate growth when you make that happen. You create an agency that's outside of the um, accountability of government, when I say with the people, because of the funding. Um, I think there's a lot of areas there you're going to find some big reforms. And I firmly believe you'll get a lot of bipartisanship on that. Mm -hmm. um, because if you want to see the country grow, you've got to have people willing to take risks, people willing to have investments, but at the same time, you you want to have some accountability in the process, I think that's all doable. That's right, you need risk. We need more risk, folks. We need to let them just gamble away, and that's what they did, no accountability. So uh, the next thing you know, the banks start collapsing again. Who could have possibly have seen this coming? Because they know if there's no regulation, if there's no rules, they're too big to fail. They can just 
privatize the gains and socialize the losses. They will force us to bail them out, which I know they're saying that's not what's happening, but it is. We're bailing them out. We're going to get there, folks. Uh, but here's what happened. Here's a representative. No, that's not it. Before I get there, um, even back then, some hero, I don't know who this guy is. I've never seen him before. Probably should have been president, whoever he is. He seemed to have a pretty good grasp on what was going to happen. Are our memories so short that we have learned nothing from the 2008 Wall Street crash? Yes. 15 million families as a result of that financial crisis lost their homes to foreclosure as more and more people could not afford to pay their mortgages. As a result of the illegal behavior of Wall Street, American households lost over $13 trillion in savings. That is what Wall Street did 10 years ago. Uh And against my strong opposition then, Congress and the Federal Reserve provided the largest taxpayer bailout in the history of the world to Uh these huge banks because they were too big to fail. But now, 10 years later, hoping that we forget all about that, these large financial institutions are back again. Mm -hmm. How pathetic is that? Just yesterday, the Congressional Budget Office told us that the legislation we are debating today will, and I quote, increase the likelihood that a large financial firm with assets of between 100 billion and 250 billion would fail end of quote yep and that's exactly what happened folks because today silicon valley bank went under i'll explain to you why but before i do let's uh, representative jeff uh what the hell is his name jackson this guy's a great speaker. It does a great job of explaining this. Even though I don't 100% agree with everything he said, it makes sense. And this is a, a, a great breakdown of the whole situation. It's about 2 a.m. And I just wanted to bring you up to speed on everything that's happened tonight because you're probably seeing a lot of headlines right now. Earlier tonight, there was an emergency Zoom call with several hundred members of Congress. It was convened by the Treasury Department, and we were given about 15 minutes notice. It was literally on regular Zoom. I was sent a link, I clicked the link, and most of Congress was there. That's not normal, but neither is the situation. The purpose of the meeting was to announce extraordinary steps that will now be taken to secure our financial system. You're going to hear from the president today, along with leaders of both parties, but here's what's happening. Three days ago, we had the second largest bank failure in American history. It happened because there was a bank in California called Silicon Valley Bank. It lost a lot of money, causing a lot of its customers to get scared and try to withdraw their money, and it caused a run on the bank. So the federal government, through the FDIC stepped in and closed the bank. Here's the problem. Typically, your deposits in a bank are only protected up to $250,000. But the vast majority of customers at this bank had deposits more than that because this bank specialized in startups and small businesses. And the uncertainty about what would happen to customers with more than $250,000 in deposits started to spread to other banks. 
A New York bank failed last night. Others have started flashing red. Basically, people with money at smaller banks were getting scared and transferring their money into bigger banks, and we were in the early stages of a domino effect. Which brings us back to the emergency Zoom call. All the depositors at the Silicon Valley Bank will be made whole. Same with the bank in New York. We're going to pay for that with a fund that banks already pay into, not with taxpayer money. And the people being protected are just the depositors. These are mainly businesses that otherwise would have to close and lay off thousands of people because they chose the wrong bank. Uh -huh. We're not protecting the management or the people who own stock in the bank. Right now, every step being taken has one purpose, to make sure this domino effect ends now. We caught it early enough so that taxpayers won't have to pay. Bullshit. We can pass the bill Bullshit. on to the banks. As long Bullshit. as this panic stops here. There's going to be a huge political debate now about bank regulation and how much risk we're willing to let them take going forward. Mm -hmm. Good. Clearly, we have to make some changes. But today is about not sinking the boat that we are all in. You can be angry at all of this, so long as you know that your deposits at your bank are protected because the full weight of the federal government has decided they will be. You need to... Uh my deposits were already covered because I have way, way less than $250,000 in the bank. So uh, you're talking about rich people. You're only talking to rich people right now. You're talking about bailouts for rich people. Regardless of how you want to spend this, that's what you're talking about. Hear that. You need to know that it's true. And you need to share that message so that we can make sure this becomes a political debate and not a financial crisis. Yeah. And they're kind of fucked either way, which we'll talk about in a, a just a second. So... Basically, what happened was, folks, is that this bank bought a lot of T-bills, a lot of treasury bills at a, a bad rate. And then as they raised interest rates, they became worthless. They also lent a bunch of money to uh, crypto bros and shit. And so they had so much money lent out that the people that had money in the bank, when they started trying to withdraw their bank, they didn't have enough money in the bank and there was a bank run, right? But here's the thing. If you are rich and you give your money to the guy down the street and he loses your fucking money, that's your fucking problem, okay? It is your job to do your due diligence to make sure you're banking with someone who is not going to lose your money. And regardless of who you give it to, if they lose it, it's your fucking problem. It shouldn't be anybody else's problem. Now, I know a lot of these uh, people that are banking at this bank were small businesses, were tech startups. Not all, though. A lot of them were just fucking rich people, all of which are going to get paid back. Now, they're telling us that they're going to pay us back through the FDIC. They're telling us that banks are going to get charged for this program, the FDIC program, and all the funds are going to come out of that. Obviously, that's bullshit. That's like saying Mexico is going to pay for the wall because we're going to put tariffs on Mexican goods and... That's going to pay for it. No, the tariffs are paid for the, by the American people, just like these tariffs on the bank are going to be played by the American people. The bank's just going to pass along, pass along the cost to us. So we're bailing all these people out, regardless of what Biden wants to say, regardless of what this guy wants to say. It's a fucking bailout. Now, the problem is they're kind of dead if they do and dead if they don't, because if they don't bail these banks out from this problem that was caused by the conservatives, then the banks will go under and then the conservatives will use that as an excuse to take more power. So the conservatives cause the problem, and then if you don't bail them out, they use that to take more power and cause the problem a fucking again even worse. So there's really no good solution to it. They've already set us up to fail from the fucking beginning, but it is 100% a goddamn bailout. If you give your money to somebody who loses it, it's on fucking you, not me. If I had a million dollars and I went and fucking gave it to Joe Blow down the street, and he stole my money. You think the government's going to come bail my ass out? Hell no. You should have known if you had your money in this bank, they were buying T-bills 
at a bad interest rate. You should have known that they were giving money to crypto bros who were going to pay it back. The due diligence is on you. You have all that money. Part of having all that money is keeping that money and making sure you pay the correct people to research where your money should be so you don't fucking lose it, right? That's on you. That's part of being rich. But no, once again, bailouts for the rich. And of course, Biden's going to tell us, no, it ain't no bailouts. This ain't a bailout. Everybody's going to tell us that, but it's bullshit. So here's what Biden said. Third, investors in the banks will not be protected. They knowingly took a risk. And when the risk didn't pay off, investors lose their money. Yeah, well, that's what everybody who invested, who put their money in the bank it, it did, right? Yeah, they chose poorly. They sh- maybe they should have known better, but part of being rich is using that money to protect your money and put it in good places. That is also part of the risk you take in having the money. Rich people want to make sure that they stay rich, and even if they lose their money, it is up to us to make sure they stay rich, to give them their fucking money back. It's a fucking bailout, Biden. It's exactly what it goddamn is. But what's he going to do? Not do it and have all the base collapse and have the the conservatives take back over the government? Like, I don't even know what he's supposed to do here. I'm just saying it's clear what the fuck it is. So Biden says, the FDIC, the government regulators in charge, took control of Silicon Valley Bank over the weekend. Here's what comes next. Everyone who had deposits at all those banks could access our money. Bell out. That includes small businesses that need to pay their employees to stay open. Yeah, that also includes multi-billionaires. That includes every rich scumbag who should have done their due diligence and had their money in a bank that was uh, less faulty. That's part of the risk, right, Joe? But no, everybody gets their money back. No losses will be borne by the taxpayer. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. We will pay for it from the fees that banks pay into deposit insurance fund. Where do the banks get these fees? I wonder. Where could they possibly, huh? I wonder where this money's going to come. I guess it's just going to come from the, the bank tooth fairy or something. They're just going to pull it out of their ass. It's not going to come for you and I, right? Definitely. The management of those banks will be fired. Good, but who gives a shit? Investors in the banks will not be protected, blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of words to say it's not a bailout when it's a fucking bailout, folks. That's what's happening here. But like I said, I don't know what other choice he has. Mark Cuban playing dumb. Mark Cuban, like, where were the regulators? And as AOC uh, correctly points out, the regulators were there until SVB lobbied Congress to remove the guardians and the guardrails that prevents this kind of crisis in the first place. Warnings were everywhere. SVB, like many gamblers before them, knew what they were doing. Let the FDIC open the books to see what it's working with. Yeah, and of course, they didn't have to worry about it. And I guarantee it, they all made bank too. They don't give a shit if they're fired. You know how much money they already made doing this? Are you going to go claw every penny they made back, Joe Biden? No, you're not. So all you're doing is socializing the risk once again, making us pay it, pay for it, making us bail them out. And they're going to keep all the fucking ill-gotten gains. Exactly what's going to happen every time. I can tell you what's, exactly what's going to happen. They're going to put a, a few protections on the bank again. They're going to reinforce Dodd-Frank a little bit. And then a couple years, another conservative president is going to get back in power, remove them all again, and we're going to do this exact same thing over and over and over again. Forever. It's never going to end. Because even our Democratic presidents bail them out when they fuck up. But of course, never willing to take responsibility for anything, folks. We know exactly what caused it. Same thing that caused the train derailments, deregulation. Prepare your shock face, folks. Uh, The new narrative is, no, the reason the bank failed is because woke. It's woke, y'all. Woke banks. Isn't that a real thing? 
Is, isn't banks being woke? Yeah, it's basically a Marxist bank, a socialist bank. Isn't that like a real thing that exists in the universe? It's not. And then we see now coming out that uh, they were one of the most woke banks in uh, their in their quest for uh, the ESG type uh, type policy and investing. You know, this could be a trend, and there are right. consequences for bad Democrat policy. And I think we need to keep an eye on all the the banking sector right now. Well, oh, good, do it. Maybe we should have stress tests of them all, more regulations. If you have to do it under the name of, hey, let's uh, stress test them because they're too woke, fine. Whatever you have to do, but do it. But you know what? You're not going to do it. You're a fucking liar. The entire Republican Party exists to make these people rich and to make sure they keep their money. But it's not stopping the influencers from going around and blaming the left for this thing that obviously is always and was caused by the right. I'm afraid we're looking at 2008 straight in the eye again. Uh, Look at what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. Right. Remember what President Trump says. You go woke, you are a loser. You know what else he said? You go woke, you go broke. That's exactly what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. Literally, wokeness had nothing to do with Silicon Valley Bank loaning too much money to crypto bros and buying uh, bad T-bills. Zero percent to do with any of this, but it doesn't matter. They know that the people following them don't actually care. They just want to hear the word woke over and over and over again, and they can't throw money at you fast enough if you say their favorite catchphrase. They were at the forefront of this equity, diversity, and inclusion nonsense where they were literally putting woke policies totally. ahead of profits. They were oh, not. what else did they practice? Environmental, social governance. Oh, no. Uh, what so, were they doing? Yeah, they did pretend a little bit like they like social issues because that's the way to get more customers. It's just pure shut up capitalism. But they didn't actually give a shit about any of that. And also it had nothing to do with why they went bankrupt. They were putting politics over profits. So here's a message. For any bank out there, for any business out there, for anyone trying to make money, put your shareholders first. You do that, that means you'll also put your customers first because the shareholders won't make money if you're not taking care of your customers. Stop bowing to the woke mob. You bow to the woke mob, you will be a loser. Literally wearing a shirt of the guy who caused the problem and blaming it on woke because of course they fucking are. These are not serious people. And uh, this is going to keep happening over and over and over again because they don't actually care. Here's a mini Dr. Evil, Stephen Miller. Woke banks, woke law schools, woke airlines, woke hospitals, woke federal agencies, woke military. What could go wrong? Yep, here's the woke mind virus Elon is warning, warning us about, but it's exactly the opposite of what he says. It's them seeing wokeness in everything. Of course, Stephen Miller doesn't believe a word he's saying. Oh, we know it. We know he's a shameless con man. They don't have any solutions. They don't have any answers. All they have is to repeat the word woke over and over and over again. Is that a winning political strategy? I guess we'll find out. I certainly hope not. It seems to be in Florida. Hopefully not everywhere else. Here's our Ronnie Jackson, who was formula, uh, former White House uh, doctor for Trump. Says the woke agenda comes from the SVB. Is a law is in a large part to blame for their failure. It is not in any way to blame for their failure. How much money did they waste on financing ESG CRT crap? I mean, let's say it was a million dollars. It probably wasn't, but let's say it's a million dollars. That is nowhere near anything that would have caused this problem. So a, a drop in the bucket has nothing to do with any of this. You're just all trying to distract, take no responsibility. That is the conservative uh, playbook. The insane left-wing agenda is bankrupting our future. Go, won't get broke. But obviously, it's the conservatives that cause this. Once again, deregulation. <sighs> so obvious. And yep, 
Hypocrites coming out of the ward works, folks, all over the place. They didn't want bailouts for student loans. Fuck our students, fuck the poor. But now we're demanding bailouts for them and their bank accounts. Weird how it works. Here's uh, Larry Summers calls for all the depositors at Silicon Valley Bank to get bailed out. 100%. Oh, yeah. What did he have to say about the student loans? Larry Summers, student debt forgiveness will make inflation worse. Oh, Oh, amazingly, suddenly they don't give a shit about inflation anymore when it's their bank account. When it's the rich uh, that might be losing some money, suddenly it's a, a big fucking problem we need to take care of. David Sachs says, the idea that the American government, the American taxpayers, or any American company is obligated to provide support is pure entitlement. That's what he said, 10-14-2022. Suddenly he's all like, where is Powell? Where is Yellen? Stop this crisis now. Announce that all depositors will be safe. Place SVB with a top four bank. Do this before Monday. Open or there will be contagion and the crisis will spread. That's right. Think of the rich people. We have to bail them out immediately. And of course, it goes on and on. Here's uh, Lawrence H. Summers. Every dollar spent on student loan relief is a dollar that could have gone to support those who don't get the opportunity to go to college. He really was worried about this. definitely not just faking and all of a sudden he's like this is not the time for moral hazard lectures or for lessons administering or for alarm about political consequences of bailouts yeah let's not hesitate let's not even debate whether it's a bailout just do it it's rich folks we need money immediately for them Here's Jason. It's like, to be clear, I'm in favor of folks making their own decisions. On paid, unpaid internships, freedom of choice, we pay our interns. Number two, student debt forgiveness. I think folks shouldn't get a bailout. Banks, airlines, or students, as bailouts remove accountability for actions. And suddenly, I guess he got a bank account over there or something. You should be absolutely terrified right now, he said yesterday. That is the proper reaction to a bank run and contagion. POTUS and Secretary Yellen must get on TV tomorrow and guarantee all deposits up to $10 million or this will spiral into chaos. Yeah, fuck all y'all. It's your responsibility to keep your money. Not mine. It's not mine. But I guess it is mine because uh, that's the way the system works. And this is how ridiculous these people are. This is how shameless, short-sighted they are. Never learning their lesson, always blaming everybody else. So here's a guy that actually saw it coming, saw the bank runs coming, saw the collapse of SVB. Said, all of my chats with tech founders in the U.S. light on fire with what's happening. Obviously, we have a bank runoff. Surreal. 1230. AM. We request two wires for all the money from the second company to Mercury. So he's basically realizes the bank run and starts pulling all his money out of SVB. 12.38 p.m. Wires to Ameritrade clear. The first company is safe. 12.45. We sign dozens of documents without reading them and complete the opening of a personal bank account with UBS. 12.50. Tanier requests SVB via their website to wire all of our personal savings to UBS. Given the permission setting in place, uh, they tell us that they have to call us. So seize a bank run on SVB. Takes the steps to try to withdraw all of his money out of SVB, which only furthers the problem that causes the bank to collapse. So what does this genius do? He buys stock in SVB. SVB is a solid bank. It's not. 
I know their CEO, Greg Baker, great guy. I figured this is a temporary issue caused mainly by people panicking. They'll recover. I buy shares of SVB at what I consider significantly lower prices. Huh, what could go wrong? Friday, 7 a.m., wake up, nothing. SVB stock is 60% down overnight. 7.30, cancel all morning meetings to focus on the problem. 8 a.m., learn that SVB is now controlled by the government. The shares I bought the day before are now likely worthless. I made a mistake. Huh, you think? Who could have seen this coming? You literally helped destroy the bank, and you then you bought stock in it. Like, these people are just so ridiculous, folks. I guess he figured he was going to get bailed out. It wouldn't be a problem. And, of course, lies, lies, down to lies. That's all they have about the situation. Here's John Rich from the shitty country band Big and Rich. I don't recall any bank shutting down from 2016 to 2020. Do you? I mean, even if that were the case, wouldn't that be because the regulations were still in place before Donald Trump removed them and it took a while before them to take effect? But, of course, it's a lie. Uh, a simple five-second Google search would have showed you 16 banks close under President Donald Trump. But, of course, he doesn't care. The people that like his shit, 13,000 people don't care. Got 2.1 million views. Reality has no bearing on them whatsoever. But I agree with John uh, Axum. You want to prevent bank runs and bank collapse? Here's how you do it. Remove the profit incentive and make banks publicly owned. No risk. In the madness of predatory banking, it's usury, which has been illegal since ancient times, but for some reason is the cornerstone of capitalism. Exactly right. What should happen is we should have a government-run banking where the government takes all our money and safe keeps it for us, and it's all uh, paid for by tax dollars. They don't lend our money out. They just keep it, secure it, hold it for us, give us banking cards, checks, and whatnot, just like a regular bank would, but they do not loan our money out to anybody. Now, if regular banks still want to exist, they can. And if you want to take your money and put it in a private bank, you can. But the risk is 100% on, on you. No FDIC. If the bank goes under, you lose it all. The bank loses it all. Everybody loses their money, right? You can do private banking if you want, but, but it's on you, not us. It's exactly how it should be. We should have bank at the post offices. The private banking industry is nothing but a fucking leech, a vampire that is killing our society. Uh, but I don't foresee that changing anytime soon. And uh, folks, you want to know how good AI is getting? So apparently somebody asked uh, ChatGPT to make a comedy skit, a monologue from George Carlin about the SVB bank collapse. And it did such an amazing job. I want to read you. I'm going to do my best George Carlin. I don't do a very good George Carlin. I've never tried to do this imitation before. I'm going to do the best I can, George Carlin. I'm going to try to read this as George Carlin. But look how amazing this is at sounding like George Carlin. And it's also like fucking based as fuck. So here's what Jap uh, chat GDP says in the style of George Carlin. You know, folks, I heard about the bank run at Silicon Valley Bank, and it got me thinking. Why do we even have banks in the first place? I mean, they're just fancy vaults with numbers on the screen, and all those numbers are only as reliable as the people who type them in. And you know what banks are really good at, folks? Taking your money and giving it to someone else. It's like a game of musical chairs, but with your life savings. And when the music stops, the only people who have a seat are those who don't need it. But the real problem with banks, folks, is that they're all about profit, not people. 
They'll charge you a fee for everything from breathing to blinking. And when they mess up, they just get to government bailout and keep going like nothing happened. It's like a game of Monopoly, but with real houses and hotels. And you know what's worse than a bank run, folks? A bank lie. When the bank tells you everything is fine, but you know they're just trying to keep you from pulling your money out, it's like a bad magic trick. Look over here, folks, while we make your cash disappear. So what's the solution, folks? Maybe we should start our own banks, run by the people, for the people. Call it Credit Union 2.0. We'll have no fees, no interest, and no hidden agendas. Just a simple promise to keep your money safe and secure like a trusty piggy bank. Because sometimes the best way to beat the system is to create one. And holy shit, based chat GTP can't wait to us writing all my shows. And that is my coverage of the bank crisis. What you guys think about that? Perfect. I know. Very impressive. Holy crap. This is spot on. I know, right? I don't do a great uh, George Carlin, but if I could, that would be exactly what he sounded like in the writing anyway. Buy a bunch of mattresses and make deposits. Ooh, I'm already doing that. Um, they're sociopaths, psychopaths. Yep, they sure are agreed. And I saw April. What up, April? I saw you gave a big thing. We're going to uh, talk about it. At halftime, but we still got one more section, so you guys still got plenty of time to get your super chats in. Do it to it. Uh, but now, Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds, and then we make fun of them. Woo! And hell yeah, start to Chud Watch. Apparently, Trump about to be indicted, folks. It's true. It looks like it's going to happen. Not saying he's going to be convicted, but it looks like he's going to be indicted, and uh, he's not taking it that great, folks. And I know you're thinking exactly what we're all thinking. I bet they're only going after Trump because he's white. Isn't that the truth? I mean, Trump is innocent as anybody could possibly be. Gotta be a race thing. Fucking white people always oppressed by the judicial system. Anyway, here he is explaining it to us. Crooked Democrat prosecutors, mm -hmm. many of them racists in reverse, they uh -huh. are absolute racists, mm -hmm. are trying to steal a second presidential election. They did it in 2020, and they we're not, not going to let them do it again in 2024. Uh -huh. Make America great again. Yeah, racism, folks. Poor white Trump. He paying that honky tax. And uh, then apparently he's having another uh, speech tonight. I didn't really get to cover it because it's happening pretty much right now. Uh, but they did have a long line of zombies waiting to hear him speak. Let's see what these people have to say. And before I play it, just starting to think um, possibly, I don't know, but might be a cult. To our newsletter, uh, rsbnetwork.com slash newsletter. Grab her by the pussy. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Hey. Hey. hey, how you doing? Classy as always, Trump supporters. And yeah, fuck off, RSBN. And uh, here's a woman at the Trump rally who definitely has her finger on reality. So we do. Uh, what do you miss the most about President Trump? Truth and honesty. Yeah. yeah. Truth yeah. and honesty. Yeah, yeah. That he, Being, cares, he truly cares about Americans. He cares yes. about Americans. Totally, folks. Truth and honesty. Hey, he really cares about Americans, doesn't he? If there's one thing I know about Trump, it's how much he legitimately cares about other people. We're so fucking doomed. Like, how 
do you even interact with these people who, who are so far out in space? They're not even on the same planet. Listen to these cult members. And Trump, what do you miss about him the most? Well, that's his honor. Uh, everything. Everything, yeah. everything right? Yeah. Um, realness. Realness, yeah. Everything. America loving. Straight talk. He loves yeah. us. Yeah. He does. He loves us. Hey. He's never lied. He's kept all his promises. He loves us. He loves us. He never lied. Literally the most corrupt president in history. Over 40,000 documented lies. Doesn't even love his own family, much less you. He literally hates all of you. Is an embarrassment. Is embarrassed of you. You're an embarrassment to him. Because you're such obviously bottom of the barrel, lowest common denominator voters. He has no respect for you. He hates your guts. Would not piss on you if you were on fucking fire. God damn it, we are so doomed. Here's uh, one more. Here's a guy selling white privilege cards because uh, ABG, even in line at a Trump convention, always got to be grifting. Good. Good to see you. You get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you. $5. Yeah. Five privilege cards, $5. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars. White privilege card, $5. I printed it out for three cents. Five dollars. Just good God. So much money and grifting people. It's insane. And speaking of the classy Trump people, apparently uh, this sign says it's Trump's church in Texas. And yeah, fuck Biden, fuck Biden, fuck Biden, fuck Harris. Aren't these the same people that worry that kids are going to see something adult, an adult message? Isn't any adult message that kids might see grooming? Nope. And as I always say, folks, imagine if your entire personality was Trump. Imagine if this is all you had. Literally anything would be better. Embarrassing. and uh, But it pays off, folks. I wish it did. I wish I could say bad behavior gets uh, shot down in our society, punished. But it doesn't. It gets rewarded over and over again. Remember this song I played for you guys in the last show? Here it is where he had all the January 6th traitors, the people that try to overthrow our government, sing the national anthem and put it together. And it's so scary, folks. Like, literally, if this was at the beginning of a Purge movie, if this was the intro, nobody would blink an eye. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Literally, like from a dystopian horror movie. So, of course, it's the number one song on iTunes this week. Yep, Trump's song with January 6th Prisoner Choir rockets to top of iTunes. Now, I guess in fairness, it's only a chart of the people still buying songs on iTunes, which are basically just like your grandmother and very few people. I mean, who is buying iTunes songs now? Who would pay a dollar for fucking iTunes song? When you can just listen to it over and over again on Spotify for $10 a month or whatever, free on YouTube. So, but still depressing that it's the number one song on iTunes, as creepy as it is. But that's the world we live in. It's nuts. And uh, speaking of Trump and shamelessness, Representative Jim Jordan is uh, mad, I guess, because, you know, uh, Matt Taibbi. The hand-picked journalist, quote-unquote, of Elon Musk, who is putting out the Twitter files. Apparently, some people want to know who his uh, source is. 
Now, I haven't really heard anybody seriously calling for imprisoning anybody over this, but they always have to lie and make shit up. Jim George says, can you imagine if a Republican member of Congress asked a journalist to reveal his sources? Can you imagine if Trump's FTC demanded that Twitter hand over a list of journalists who have had accessed the Twitter files? The outrage would be nonstop. That's right. Can you imagine the outrage if just a single Republican just asked, didn't threaten or anything, just asked for a source? But hey, Jim Jordan, uh, could I introduce you to a man called Donald Trump who said, the Supreme Court has just announced it is not able to find out, even with the help of our crack FBI, who the leaker was on the Roe versus Wade scandal. They'll never find out, and it's important that they do. So go to the reporter and ask him, her, who it was. If not, given the answer, put whoever in jail until the answer is given. You might add the publisher and editor to the list. Stop playing games. This leaking cannot be allowed to happen. It won't take long before the name of this slime is revealed. That's right. Can you imagine if a single Republican just asked? No, not only do I have that, he's literally threatened to throw not just a reporter, but his editor, even people that don't even might not even know who the leaker is in prison for it. Crickets, crickets, because shamelessness is their superpower. They don't actually care. None of their words mean anything. But folks, prepare your shock face. And this time, I actually mean it because this is actually shocking. Something I never thought I'd see in my life. Trump telling the truth. Now, of course, the thing he's telling the truth about is Ron DeSantis, because he actually has um, motivation to tell the truth about Ron DeSantis, because sliming Ron DeSantis is the way he's going to get reelected. But every word of what he's going to say is true, folks. Shockingly, Trump says, Ron DeSantis totally caved in his public relations-inspired battle with Disney. That's the only reason he went after them in the first place. True story. To show Mr. Tough Guy dead on. Disney maintained complete exemption from the property and sales tax, tax-free bonds, and their incredible fast-track permitting. They also gave big political contributions to DeSantis. The whole thing is a hoax. They probably worked together to make him look like a fighter. Read Rick Fogelsong, preeminent authority on Disney. Holy shit! Truth from Trump for once. Never thought I'd see it, folks. Apparently, uh... Hell is freezing over today. And uh, speaking of creepy-ass lizard person, Ron DeSantis, dude, you got to practice your fake smiling a little bit better. Florida, Ron DeSantis. And the governor is out with a new book titled The Courage to Be Free. This morning, welcome. Hey, good morning, Maria. What is the impact uh, of this ruling? And what were you seeing before this ruling with regard to migrants coming into Florida? Good God, so weird, so fake, uh, but that's why they're conservative. Just like George Santos. So easy to fool these uh, bottom feeders. And folks, this is going to be my Beyond Parody section, but since we're talking about Ron DeSantis, let's just cover it here. And I agree, uh, Kill Me should just go ahead and work directly for the Ron DeSantis campaign. Here's Fox News trying as hard as they can to get DeSant- uh, DeSantis elected. And uh, just totally normal stuff here. Just two incredibly butch heterosexual males in suits, mic'd up. Throw it around the baseball. Super cool. It's time to run for president. Would you think at some time it's safe to say that that would be one of your goals? I would, I would, only, I would only do stuff 
if I thought there was a rationale for me to accomplish things on behalf of the people. So it's all substance driven about totally. whether I could serve or not serve in a variety I'll of I'll only run if uh, people want me to. If I, I'm doing it for the people. It's not because I want power for myself. Uh, yeah, but they're trying so hard to butch him up. And I would say this is so transparent. I mean, two guys out in a baseball field in suits, mic'd up, throwing a baseball around. Should be insulting to anybody with intelligence. It's so obvious what they're doing. But I thought the same thing when Trump put on that little red ball cap. I was like, no one's going to fall for this. You're wearing a suit. You're living a gold tower. You can't put on a ball cap and have people think you're one of them. And it totally worked. He's one of us. He's in a trucker hat. I would die for Trump. So it'll probably work, folks. This is the kind of stupid stuff Republicans fall for. Just as dumb as you can possibly fucking get. But I hope this is true, folks. I don't know if it's true. But apparently, according to a new poll, Ron DeSantis' anti-woke agenda is actually deeply unpopular with the American people. And I don't know if this is copium or not, folks. They ask them, like, issue by issue, creating more affordable childcare options for families. That's uh, very popular. Offering two-year community colleges, uh, very popular, you know, expanding family medically, very popular, unpopular, banning the teachings of critical race theory, uh, passing legislation banning transgender-focused health care, um, banning books that some parents find to have questionable content, uh, very unpopular. But the problem is, I'm not even sure most people even understand that these are Republican issues. They don't, they're not even educated on the subject matter enough to know what's Republican and Democrat. So they're still going to keep voting right down the party line, regardless if they agree with the issues or not, because they don't actually know what the issues are. So I uh, am not as hopeful as this should make me, unfortunately. And another interesting thing I ran across, folks, is that this playbook has been done for at least 60 years now. This is uh, 1959. Exactly the same thing they're doing now. Demonizing teachers for daring to teach uh, civil rights, basically. The Citizens Council, you got to be taught. NAACP routed tonight. Oh, they've gone woke. A child's guide to integration. Yeah, this old C-hag. Teaching CRT to the kids. And two plus two equals six. White equals black. Cat, that's right. Fucking teachers indoctrinating our children on racial injustice. 60 years ago, folks. It never changes. Still doing the same thing six decades later. And more beyond parody from our conservative overlords. Lauren Boebert uh, just had a kid, 17 years old, that got his 15-year-old girlfriend pregnant. Just like she was pregnant at 17. So, of course, what does she do? What does she do? Uh, she's introduced her first bill to defund Planned Parenthood. Because they actually want more teen pregnancies, folks. This is good to them. Child brides, teen pregnancies, all part of the plan. And with no hint of irony whatsoever, when her 17-year-old boy knocking up his 15-year-old girlfriend, she goes public and says, we require people to be 21 to purchase alcohol beverage and 21 to purchase tobacco products. Why is it so unreasonable to require people to reach a certain level of maturity before making life-altering decisions about their sexuality and identity? Yeah. Why should we make them wait? Why can't they just have kids at 17, Lauren Boebert? I mean, can't you see the hypocrisy in these two statements? Of course not. Always bullshit all the time. And 
It's the party of spite, folks. Cruelty is the point. It 100% is. They are literally just working overtime to make things worse for everybody. Texas state lawmakers unveil plan to curb renewable energy, subsidize natural gas. Proposals rely on discouraging Texas' fastest-growing energy sources, wind and solar, while incentivizing the construction of natural gas power plants that will take years to build. So just anything that might progress society, they want to destroy. Anything that's actually going to harm society, they want to support. Spite. It's the party of spite. They want to make things worse because when things are worse, they know they're never held responsibility for anything. So when things get worse, all they have to do is say woke over and over again. Woke, woke, woke. It's happening because of woke. And uh, voted in a landslide, I guess, from conservatives because that's how the fucking system works. Uh, did you guys hear about this one? An ivermectin influencer died. Now his followers are worried about their own severe symptoms. So this brainiac has been taking syringe after syringe of horse paste. No, it's not the ivermectin that you take from the doctor that's made for humans and shots. He literally goes and takes the horse paste. And one of the side effects of taking a lot of ivermectin is uh, heart failure, apparently. And so, shocker, after taking ivermectin in giant doses for uh, a decade, he, his heart exploded inside of his chest. This guy has tens of thousands of followers on Telegram who he's been encouraging to do the same thing, and now a lot of them are going public with their health concerns because they're having a lot of health problems. But don't worry, folks. The people who uh, are associated with him are going to continue to run his Telegram account in his death and continue promoting ivermectin and drawing in thousands and thousands of more supporters uh, to follow in his footsteps. So uh, I think I speak for everyone when I say, good, awesome. This is just Darwinian, all right? Here's your Darwin Award, fuckos. Go ahead and kill all yourselves. Uh, that suits me uh, just fine. And uh, then, lies, lies, damnable lies. That's all they got. So they're trying to make... The public feels sorry for the QAnon shaman. They're trying to make it to where he is let out of jail, and they're doing it by lying. Jerkulis, Kevin Sorbo says, this guy gets four years in prison, but the guy who attacked Dave Chappelle with a knife got a $3,000 fine. The American justice system, everyone, although that's not true, the guy who charged at Chappelle got nine months in jail, but also uh, he didn't try to overthrow the government. He didn't try to install a dictator. He's lucky he only got four years in jail. He's lucky that we don't treat traitors the same way you conservatives say we should treat traitors, right? He's lucky we don't do what you guys want us to do with them. Because he wouldn't be around anymore if that were to be the case. You guys are always talking about hanging traitors, killing traitors, shooting trailers. But suddenly, when somebody tries to overthrow the government, oh my God, four years is too long. It's because you ain't about shit. And that is uh, my quick and dead at Chud Watch. Hell yeah, Chud Watch. And folks, could you please consider becoming a patron? I would very much appreciate it. Like, it's dropped off, folks. It's going the wrong way. I've lost several. The money's going down. I'm not uh, 
not complaining. It's, I'm still fine. I'm, I'm still okay. But like, it, I'm trying to help my mom out. My mom's basically at this point, she's running an entire old folks home out there and uh, trying to take care of everybody in my household or run this animal sanctuary. So if you love my show, please consider chipping in whatever you can on Patreon. I know it's a pain in the ass to ask you to do this. I know it's a pain in the ass to put your credit card information in. I'm sorry I have to ask you to do this, but I don't sell any products. I don't have any advertising on the show. I'm just trying to do this uh, with as much integrity as I can. So if you can please help me out, I'd appreciate it. And as a bonus... There's lots of exclusive content on my Patreon, like the After Party, uh, which appears tonight to the show. There's special bonus content for you patrons, Olin. You also have like lots of shows that never aired. So all of that, for whatever you uh, decide you want to donate, the more the better. Whatever you can afford, I'd appreciate it. But for as low as a dollar a month, you can get everything. So please uh, click on the link in the description of my video and go to my Patreon and help out if you can. Very much appreciated. And thank you for giving me a moment to eBay. And please also hit the like button if you bail out, because now we're going to read the Super Chats. Welcome to Dust Buddy Bazooka Horse. All of you can become a Dust Buddy for $2.99 a month. It gets you customized emojis to spend the chat with. All the cool kids are doing it. And if you don't, you should probably die in agony and hell for eternity. Uh, thank you, Danny Nardin, for also becoming a Dust Buddy. You're super cool. Um, $5 from Alexander. As a transgender person fighting for the rights in Nebraska, I appreciate you. Keep being your awesome self. Hey, I appreciate you. Keep up the fight. Trans rights. And April S., once again, the most amazing person to ever grace us with her presence. Gifted 10 Cult of Destiny memberships. Always about the socialism. Eventually, everybody's going to be gifted one. And for those of you who are members of the Dust Buddies, you can go to the community section of YouTube and get the link to tonight's after party and also join us and watch it for free. Help move straight the by hitting the like button. Hell yeah, hit the like button, leave comments, and tell your friends about the show. That's a great way to do it, folks. I really appreciate it. Also, like, share the videos. I noticed that uh, I, I've been clipping these uh, video shorts out. People are like, we love it, Dusty. We love it. Thank you for clipping the videos out, but no one is sharing them. Some of my clips are only getting seen like 1,500 times. It's embarrassing. So, like, if you want me to keep doing the clips, you guys got to share them around. Put them on your YouTube, forums, uh, Twitter, wherever you can. Please help me out. I, I, I very much appreciate it. Amdrag, $5. Dusty, what, what's a hot take that you have? A hot take that I have. Hmm. Uh, Star Wars are children's movies. Jeff hates me saying that, but it's true. Puppets, it's ridiculous, folks. It's ridiculous. Uh, Lizzie Husky, $2. Jesus Christ is the greatest gift to capitalism. I know, right? Capitalist, blue-eyed, sexy Jesus. Brittle Orcs, dollars very generous. Dusty, as a gay man, I appreciate everything you do. Uh, stay true and stay awesome, you sexy bees. Mm. As a completely heterosexual man, <laughs> I appreciate you, Brutal Orc. Danny Nernick, watching Dusty do dabs and wearing my milkshake shirk. Uh, does your milkshake bring all the boys to the yard? That features one silverhead, silver tongue, devil yourself. Mr. Smith, hell good, hell Satan, hell yeah. And uh, hell Dusty. Kubert Lover, $2. Dusty here is $2. For the time being, buy coffee. I will. Thank you, Kubert Lover. Good to see you tonight. Michael Stoppel, $10. Dusty, I've been binging your older live streams for about a year ago. Your coverage of the coronavirus is top tier. Great stuff. It's incredible how many idiots refuse to take a free vaccine. I know. Uh, Darwinian, you might say. And thank you for tuning in tonight, Michael. And Zachary Smith gave 10 Dust Buddy memberships. Hell yes, Zachary. Awesome, dude. Appreciate you. And Jason Ashby gave one out, too. You are also a badass, Jason. You guys are so cool. Venture Van, $9.99. I hate Mondays. What are you, Garfield? But at least Dusty's here to make it better. Hell yeah, we all in this together. Celebrate holiday. 
ex-Demonix Fidelis. My problem with Biden is he's a centrist. Yes, a uh, American centrist is a worldwide conservative. Uh, Biden is a conservative, just not by American standards. Trump deregulates, but Biden just rolls with it, not to blame, uh, but shares responsibility. Hell yeah, he does. Don't lie. Just admit it's a bailout. I know they can't do that for political reasons, but still. Urban Mass Fidelis, these are all repubs who probably knew this would happen. If they took risks, give individuals their money, and let the institutions who invest sink. I mean, I don't even think the individuals who put their money in the bank should get their money back. I think it's on you. It's on you to make sure your money's in the right bank. And if you don't, it's your responsibility, but that's probably an unpopular opinion. Ex-Demon, X-2 dollars, I'll still take a million Bidens over one Trump. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it, but that's a really, really low bar. Federick, $5, I need a Trump shirt that says, loser, loser. Maybe I'll make some. Welcome to the Dust Buddies, Anne-Marie. Spam the chat with impunity. And April is $200 from one of the most amazing human beings to ever exist. And uh, gorgeous April S. I'm not just saying that because you gave me $200, April. I'm not just saying that. I wouldn't do that. And it's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Happy belated birthday. Hey, I appreciate it. I had a good one. I got a lot of birthday wishes on my uh, Facebook. And you guys always make my life so much better. Uh, much appreciated. I missed the live show on Friday. No forgiveness. And here's two bills. That's a piece of All right. I forgive you. God damn it. Ben Davidson, I was terrible, up, Dusty. I do what I do, Ben. Good to see you tonight. $20 from Cole James. You didn't say nothing and you ain't gotta. I feel you. Uh, thank you, Cole. Randolph Gallagher, $10. Thank you, Randolph. Appreciate you. Jason Alexander, $499. Appreciate you, Dusty. I appreciate you, Jason. Good to see you tonight. Keep your lover, $5. Dusty is another $5. Woohoo! I'll take it, Cuber. Django Fit, $2. One up to you, Django Fit. Appreciate you all. Amazing as always. And still plenty of time to get in your super chats, folks. Got another hour of show to go. So get it in while you still can. Immortalize yourself forever and ever. And support the greatest show in the history of mankind, The Dusty Smith Show. But for right now, moving right along, it's time for some what the fuck. What the fuck? So apparently last night, folks, they had the Oscars. And uh, of course, I didn't watch it because why would I? Uh, But apparently some people do. And hey, different strokes for different folks. You got to let people love things. You got people like things. It's not for me. I don't give a shit up what a bunch of rich ass celebrities think and giving each other awards. Boring. But if you like it, cool. But anyway, did you guys see this bitch? The fuck wrong? Her name's like Tim or Tim or something. I don't know. She apparently some kind of African singer, did some kind of soundtrack. Imagine being this rude. They finally found somebody at the Oscars who is a bigger asshole than Will Smith. Just imagine the excitement of finding out you're getting to go to the Oscars. You got a seat. Dressing to the nines, spending all the money to put yourself up in a nice hotel. You get there and they sit you behind uh, this bitch. What a cunt. Sorry about using that word, but cunt, only word I could think of. And look at this poor guy. Gotta try to stare around this shit. Just rude as fuck. Don't give a care about anybody except for yourself, lady. Good God. Made me angry just looking at you. Biatch. Shit. Don't know. Hope it destroys your career. I don't ever want to hear anything. I don't care how good you are. Canceled. Cancel this woman, please, immediately. And then, holy shit, they're so fucking nuts, folks. This is child abuse. 
Imagine doing this and thinking you're in the right. Imagine doing this, thinking you're in the good guy. Uh, you're part of the good guys. So apparently, this kid uh, broke his ankle, and his dad refused him to take him into the hospital. Left him outside in the cold, freezing, because they have a mask policy. No Frisch says, First Health has my six-year-old broken ankle sitting in the cold outside. They do not. You had your kid doing that. Because I refuse to allow them to force him or me to wear their racist, godless mask. They're still playing mask games, pretending they mean something, using them for social enforcement. In this now, yes. In this now. And by this, I mean uh, your parenthood over this child. Where is CPS? You do not deserve this kid. Fuck everything about you, sir. How many likes did he get for this? Only 2,600. That's still way too many. Goddamn. We are a garbage society. And uh, then on what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, this is not what the fuck, but just uh, dovetailing into the last thing. Remember when the, that uh, study came out that all the chuds are using that proved that masks are completely ineffective, that we're lied to, they don't actually do anything. It's the same thing Joe Rogan's spreading. It's the same way, same thing they're all spreading, right? It was uh, literally one study out of many, many, many studies. It was the only outlier. All the rest of the studies showed that masks do, in fact, even if it's only a small to a small degree, help with the spread of COVID. As Ben Collins says, I hear so many people out there saying the masks do not work now based on this one misrepresented study that contradicted years of research and other studies. Well, apparently, shockingly, uh, they also misrepresented this study. News. Cochran says lead author of Mask Review misrepresented its findings, apologizes for summary statement that was imprecise, says they will update it. They say their review did not find masks don't work. The quote is, many commentators have claimed that a recently updated Cochrane review shows that masks don't work, which is in, an inaccurate and misleading interpretation. Carlos Soares Weiser, the editor-in-chief of the Cochrane Library, said in a statement, the review examined whether interventions to promote mask wearing help to slow the spread of respiratory viruses, Soares Weiser said, adding, adding, Given the limitations in the primary evidence, the review is not able to address the question of whether mask wearing itself reduces people's risk of contracting or spreading respiratory viruses. She said that this wording was open to misinterpretation, for which we apologize, and that Cochrane would revise the summary. Soros Weiser also said, though, that one of the lead authors of the review even more seriously misrepresented its findings on masks by saying in an interview that it proved there is no evidence that they make any difference. In fact, Swordsweiser said, that statement is not an accurate representation of what the review found. So if you ever hear this narrative given by conservatives, you know it's bullshit. You know how to uh, counter it. Just uh, send them that link. And uh, one more on the Chud Watch, folks. Oh, uh, this is not, oh, not Chud Watch. We're on the, sorry, we're on the, we're on the what the fuck, folks. Wrong category. Really what fuck? Guys, remember this uh, clip I showed you guys when it happened several months ago? This uh, scaredy cat with his gun. I guess somebody in a car behind him scared the shit out of him, so he's just randomly firing willy-nilly everywhere. Let's have a look. He's like gut, big tough guy, got his gun out. Super cool. Record himself, because of course he is. Guy's honking at him. Get the fuck! Uh, got a brake check him. Super cool. Right, what? What? 
you gonna do? All right, I guess I'm gonna break out my gun now. You follow me, you all mad? Time to break out my gun in my car. Let me take the safety off just in case I have to murder somebody over stupid ass road rage incidents. He's still coming up on me. Really? Oh yeah, gonna shoot his leg off, you fucking moron. Watch him, you gonna pull up next to me? All right. It just randomly fired everywhere, what the fuck? Yeah, fired every goddamn bullet, that's super cool. Could have easily killed somebody, could have killed a child. Just craziness. So, uh, yeah, no charges filed. In June 2021, Eric Popper got in a road rage incident and fired his gun at someone. The Miami-Dade State Attorney's Office just dropped the charges against him. In a stand-your-ground state, you can lose your temper and fire your gun for no reason. Just fire randomly everywhere. Why not? Why fucking not, Florida? Just the taint, the ball sack of the United States, Florida. The most fucked place on earth, and that is my what the fuck, what a fool I know. America, definitely 100% an Andrew Tate fan. There's no doubt about that. He was hot till he saw the gun. Yeah, what a chicken shit. Holy fuck. Imagine being this pathetic, being this weak. I want a Trump 24-24 mask just to wig out right-wingers. That'd be cool. Go to a Trump rally and wear it, see what they have to say, and uh, make a good time here, folks. On the fastest-paced news show in the history of mankind, it's time for some Beyond Parody. Beyond Parody! First off, on tonight's Beyond Parody, how was this real life, folks? Uh, why is this so... I'm too big. I need to, I need to lessen my screen. I should have done that before the show so it looks better. Let me go ahead and uh, set my thing from 300 because I'm blind. It needs to be on 150 so you guys can see what I'm doing a little better. There we go. That's better. Uh, so, did you guys see this one? I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what this is even supposed to be. But apparently Mike Pence is giving a speech in front of an electronic flask water. What the fuck? Remember because he had the flies lit on his head repeatedly while he was doing debates and shit during the presidency and swat that man stat and then folks i don't think jordan peterson is mentally well y'all like he hasn't been mentally well for a while but he seems to be getting worse i don't know if like some brain damage happened while he was in a coma but so this happened uh in 2016, this happened six years ago. This is true. This is an actual real tweet. Apparently, he was watching a video of Shoe on Head, and he mistook Shoe on Head for Blair White and thought that Shoe on Head was uh, uh, transsexual, his words. Transsexual Blair White takes on transgenders. Remember when uh, all of Shoe's videos used to be making fun of transgender people, calling them fake? She was uh, a big part of the uh, transphobia, trans hate that got started. Still is, but was a big part of it in 2016. And somebody said, uh, this is shoe on head, not Mrs. Blair White. And they're like, oh, my era. It was on White's YouTube channel. So, mistook shoe on head for a transgender woman in 2016. And then he did it again, folks. 
He's so desperate to shit on trans people to uh, spread trans panic that he dug up this post from 2022, almost a year ago, and posted it day for yesterday. This post from a troll pretending to be shoe on head and pretending to uh, be detransitioned. They said, uh, when I was 18, I took male hormones so I could fit in better with my group. This is supposedly shoe on head transitioning to male. Of course, it's not. This is just a young picture of shoe on head when she was a teenager. My group encouraged me to take TRT and ruin my body, and it destroyed me. This is not uncommon. Detrans Awareness Day, detransition awareness, me at 18, me at 24, detrans, it does get better. So, of course, Jordan Peterson retweets this fake thing of shoe on head, once again, accusing her of being trans, just fucking hilarious. And then it gets worse from there, folks. His week of insanity just accelerated. This was him. And uh, nearly under a minute, he tweeted all this. So he's tweeting about women who get uh, gender-affirming surgery and also doctors and psychologists who try to help them. He's like, uh, prison! Put them in prison! Anybody, any psychologist that tries to give transgender people care, in prison! And then uh, he's talking about, I guess, uh, transgender women who get uh, gender-affirming bottom surgery. It's not a vagina. It's a hole for another man to fuck. And that's that. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Somebody get that man some coca puffs. And then he goes, and that's now sufficient to define a woman? Feminists take note. The ultimate objectification has now occurred. Under the rubric of tolerance and inclusion, the heavens have indeed turned to iron. Oh, no. It's just another hole to fuck, says Jordan Peterson. And I'm good with that because I need all the hoes to fuck I can get. And then he posted this picture of someone he claims is a girl who is underage and topless. He didn't post it with this uh, black box over it. He posted the actual picture of someone he claims is female and is topless, folks. So, uh, okay, groomer, isn't this child porn? I mean, you can't have it both ways. This is the same thing Matt Walsh did. So this is a uh, a female-to-male transgender man who had top surgery. But if you claim they are still female and you post a picture of a 17, 16-year-old girl Isn't that child porn or something, Jordan Peterson? Just saying. FBI, where you at? Can't have it both ways, dude. And then, folks, he posted the woke woke moralist who believed Justin Trudeau that their job at the blowjob factory are safe are in for a rude awakening. What is happening? Dude is on goofballs. Needs to tell me what he's on because he's on the good shit and... uh, Look, folks, I'm not even to the weird shit yet. You ready for the weird shit? How is this real life? This is real, folks. I'm not even making this up. So then he posted milking porn. Yes, folks, milking porn. This is a fetish video on a porn website of milking. I guess some people are into this where they uh, hook contraptions to your penis and suck the, the cum out of you. So somebody posted this as a troll or a joke, claiming it was in China. 
And Jordan Peterson, who will fucking believe anything, folks. This is not an intellectual. This is not a smart man. This is someone who is so desperate to find something to be outraged by. He will post clearly fake made up shit. So he thought, I guess, in his uh, fevered brain that this is in China and because of their uh, one child, three child only policy that they're kidnapping men and they're sucking the semen out of them in some kind of communist plot to make more children. And he's like, such fun in unbelievable techno nightmare CCP hell. Totally, folks. It's all real. China kidnapping people and sucking their cum out, I guess. But yes, yes, it's fake. Introducing Mistress Jane for the unschooled. What is a male milking machine? So it's just fetish porn, folks. Literally, Jordan Peterson, the daddy of the right, the self-help guru to conservatives, unironically posting milking porn on Twitter because why not? Why not? How is this fucking real life right now, folks? Just nuttier than squirrel shit. It, this show writes itself. Can't make it up. And then uh, last off on Beyond Parody, folks. This woman is incensed. Incensed because they have an all-gender restroom at the Kansas City Airport. Jan Maynard says, Kansas City Airport? Hell no. I will not fly into this airport. If I ever do, I will piss in the parking lot before I go to the bathroom. I will never, ever, ever use a gender-neutral bathroom. But I hope no one tells her uh, about the bathrooms on airplanes. Uh, How do they work? They're all gender-neutral, every one of them. So I guess you better hold it on your flight. I mean, never take a flight again, right? If you're so incensed about this that you're going to the airport, I guess you can't get on any plane ever, right? Aren't you a logical, reasonable person? Isn't your belief system consistent? It's not. Shocker. And that is my Beyond Parody. Hell yeah. Rolling tonight, folks. We rolling on the world's greatest show. What you got to say, DSPs? Are you dirty? Are you sexy? Are you poor? Let me know about it in the chat. It is a... It is just like a boy and his dog. Okay, I don't know what we're talking about. Um, oh, no, sounds like something the conservative religious right would do. I can't stop laughing. It is all a giant joke. The creator God got a sense of humor, doesn't he? Laughing my ass off. Got milk. Jordan Peterson does. Gonna get it all sucked out. He's just scared because uh, when he went to Russia, to had them put him in a coma. He don't know what they did to him. They could have been milking him the whole fucking time. Could be all kinds of little Russian Jordan Peterson babies out there. Just saying, Jordan. Better look into that. And move right along, folks. It's Trash World. The Trash World. The Trash World. It's a dumpster fire and it's hellish. Trash World. The Trash World! Yeah, everything sucks. All of the time. It's Trash World! And uh, first off, on tonight's Trash World, you ever wonder why Drag Queen Story Hour is grooming children, but uh, having a birthday party for a five-year-old child at Hooters is not? Attention, Hooters! This is my best friend, Xander. He's turning five years old. Can I get a round of applause? 
Literally, the entire place is named after boobs. Sexuality is the exact point. Why are they not freaking out about this? Well, it's because they're bigots. They don't actually care about this in any way whatsoever. They're just trying to hate on gay and trans people, right? We know that's true, folks. We know Shu ain't never fucking had a problem with any of this. She's too busy trying to find Da Vinci Code uh, pedophiles and Balencia Gaga commercials. And then one of the main evangelicals spreading trans panic and fear out there, Michael Knowles, is nothing but a failed actor, folks. He couldn't make it in his chosen profession, so he knows now that if he uh, becomes a hate monger, he'll get rewarded to make tons of money by the right because this is what they fucking reward. But here he is, uh, a few years ago. Here's this incredibly anti-gay little okay, twink. Yep, another Haley and Jamie clearly gay, self-hating homophobe. Yep. Totally fake. Everything about them is fake, folks. Hatred for money. That's what it's all about. And uh, speaking of who's raping your children this week, an Omaha police officer pled guilty to produce to production of child pornography. He coerced a minor to engage in sexually explicit conduct for the purposes of making content. He is also facing charges of possession and transportation of child pornography. Meet Officer Christopher Groth. Shockingly, not a single proud boy boycotting police stations. Not a single member of Q. No conservatives whatsoever. Zero. Crickets. Nobody talking about it because they don't care. What do they care about? Well, let's see. Oh, okay. Stupid shit like this, folks. The same people that call us snowflakes, the same people that claim we're triggered continuously are triggered by fucking everything. So here is a uh, rainbow flag on a street. So this guy decides to uh, destroy it. He's destroying public property, folks. You're not allowed to destroy public property. This is vandalism. 5.8 million views. Super tough badass. Yeah. Ruining my tires to own the libs. And so DC Drano asked and got 90,000 likes for this question. If you can burn an American flag and it's constitutionally and it's constitutionally protected, free speech. Why is this any different? 90,000 likes, almost 91,000 likes when the answer is incredibly fucking obvious. It's because you don't own the street. You don't have the right to vandalize it. If you own your own pride flag, it is a 100% protected free speech to burn it. Just like if you own your own American flag, it is a 100% free speech to burn it. However, if you burn somebody else's American flag, that's against the law. That's destruction of private property, obviously. But of course, logic and reason has no bearing on anything they talk or think about, folks. Just hatred. They're blinded by hatred. It takes over every other thought in their head. And speaking of which, folks, it's getting bad out there. Apparently, Texas is attempting to pass a bounty hunting law against trans people. Texas just introduced a bill that would create bounty hunters for drag queens and trans people. They will pay an individual $5,000 to go find and press charges against drag queens and trans people who perform in public spaces. The wording of this bill really only specifies that if you are dressed in clothing or otherwise exhibiting a gender that differs from the gender recorded at birth and do something that could be offensive by community standards and decency. This is 
so insane. This is going to make it to where drag queens can't perform, period, anywhere. Nobody in, in drag or dressed in any way that even might be construed as different than your gender or your uh, assigned birth sex will get you in trouble. We'll have people trying to collect bounties on you. Here it is. Texas Republicans introduced bounty hunting bill targeting drag queens. Houston area state representative Steve Toth filed HB 4378 on Thursday. He seeks to define a cause of action for drag performers performed in the presence of a minor. According to the bill, an individual who attends a drag performance as a minor may bring an action against a person who normally, who knowingly promotes, conducts, or participates as a performer in a drag performance that occurs before an audience that includes the minor. A winning plaintiff can expect to be paid actual damages, attorney fees, and statutory damages of $5,000. So drag bounty folks in this fascist country. And so scary. On Reddit, they're already openly speaking about using this bounty system to make money. Here's a thread talking about it. Should I collect a bounty on my son? Trans tenant host shows an apartment. Where do I report a drag performer? Hello, I am currently struggling with rent and my neighbor is a drag artist who regularly performs at bars in my county. I have been laid off from my job for two months ago due to an asshole boss and I will be soon unable to pay rent for my apartment because of that. There are no other job opportunities for me currently in the field I studied for, which forces me to report my neighbor. Could anyone provide me advice on how do I do it so that I could live another few months? Thanks in advance. Yep, cool. Bounty hunters on drag people in Texas now, folks, by people trying to make ends meet in our capitalistic hellscape. My mutual aid network has failed me. This bill couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah. Going to go making money, hunting down drag people. Just so fucking scary, goddammit. What have we become as a society? And as I said, folks, they don't care. As I showed you on the last show, the vast majority of people raping our kids, youth pastors, preachers, priests, cops, even teachers, not a single person, not a single one of these conservatives boycotting any one of them. But here, at an all-ages drag event in Wadsworth, Ohio, look at the turnout to protest. We lift and fly in the cross as our battle standard. Protect and deliver us from evil, we earnestly pray. Give us confidence that the more are those who are with us than those who are with them. The greater are you within us than any evil. Just the fakest motherfuckers on earth. Everything about them fake. So, of course, the Nazis came out. Yeah. This is who is on your side. All of you who are protesting these drag queen story hours, these drag events. All of you. There is a reason that Nazis are turning out to be on your side. It's because you're the bad guys. It's a master race for you folks. Good old USA. 
And probably about half these people are actually pedophiles themselves. They're all masked up. They're hiding. They're trying to point the spotlight at other people. They don't actually care. This is like. Not a single example of a child that was groomed or molested from Drag Queen Story Hour. They're going to sit up there and scream out pedophiles while the churches rape their kids day in and day out. And they take their kids to the church to get raped. But not really, because you actually cover for pedophiles. You don't really care about this in any way. They just want to kill gay people. That's all there's to it, folks. And next time somebody tells you that the Nazis were left-wing, then how come every single Nazi in this country is a Republican? 100%. There are zero that are left-wing in this country, folks. Every one of them, Trump supporters. Trump pants, every one of my Trump supporter. But they're totally left wing, aren't they, folks? So apparently the Proud Boys and the Three Percenters and uh, some of the other organizations that came out there we're not too pleased that all the Nazis came out there because they don't want to be associated with them, even though you are associated with them. Even though there's very little difference between all of you, they don't like the fact that these optics make them look bad. So, uh, unsurprisingly, all of the Chud groups started fighting amongst each other. My people. Listen, I don't know what kind of crack you're smoking, dude, but these wannabe Nazis have nothing to do with us. You can get your panties in a bunch of them. Fighting amongst each other is hilarious. You love to see it. And then I guess the optics were so bad. They have to pretend like it's trans people, folks. 
That's what they. That's what all they do, folks. They never take responsibility. Hey, these can't be real Nazis because no real Nazi would be siding with us proud boys. So what if this was just transgender activists dressed up like Nazis? Aren't these totally transgender activists? Stuart McIntosh says could could be undercover trans rights activists. At the end, he says they can suck on my dick. Trans rights activists are saying that all the time. Yeah, aren't trans rights activists the only people that say suck on my dick? That proves it. It's not really Nazis, folks. It's Antifa just pretending to make us look bad. Just, what can you say? They will not take responsibility for anything. They will not accept reality. They will not accept they're the bad guys. They'll always blame trans people for everything regardless. And you know it's getting bad when even Nick Fuentes is trying to distance himself from these people. But it's too late, Nick. Yes, these are your people. Yes, this is your side. Nobody is buying that they're not with you, that you're not with these assholes. Nick says, what a, co- what a coincidence that after six years, the skinheads suddenly reappear for the first time since Charlottesville. They're reassembling this constellation of skinhead groups. Goyam TV, it's the Jews. The Jews are creating skinheads, folks. That's what he's claiming here. Patriot Front so-called blood tribe for another wave of false flag skinhead activism. We have nothing to do with that freak show. You do. I am totally against politics motivated by rage, grievance, or resentment. That's literally all you do 100% of the time. Our movement is motivated by righteousness and love of God. That whole scene is gross and low IQ and mostly inorganic. Makes me want to tone down the Hitler thing going forward. It's funny and edgy. It's not. And makes, and there's an important point within there. There isn't. But you see what kind of message attracts? Yes. Uh, who would have thought? Who could have possibly have seen co- continuously shouting about how much you love Hitler and how great he is would attract Nazis? Who could have seen that coming? It's a mystery how that happened. The focus should be on Jesus alone. Well, you don't make it about Jesus alone. You make it about Jews and Hitler and racism because that's what you get rewarded for. That's what your shitheads follow, the worst behavior you can possibly think up to act like. So obviously you're going to get trash following you. Maybe that's conceding too much. I don't know. I just don't want anybody to get it twisted, what we're about. And it's not that goofball fed garbage in Ohio. It is, though. These are your people. They love you, Nick. Just own it, man. At least I might have a little bit more respect for you. And that is my trash world segment. Well, we say dead of sexes. What time is it? All right, 945. Hell yeah. Move right along. He doesn't care. I know he doesn't care. He's just worried about optics. Everything for power. Their power level is off the charts, isn't it? Smash the fash. Will do. That's what this show is all about. Dude's got a beat going. Didn't hear it. Must be the gazpacho. Definitely the gazpacho police coming at you. And all right, let's see. Do I want to do my Elon section or do I want to save it? I tell you what, we're going to do the Elon section and then we're going to do uh, Slow News Week. I'm going to save, I got two Karens to show you. We're going to save that for the after party. And I got some other stuff on the after party to share with you guys. So let's go ahead and do the Elon stuff. You know why? Because 
he shall be Elon. And uh, if you had to begin the sentence with, I'm not a part of MAGA, but you are a part of MAGA. There's a reason they continuously have to pretend like they're not conservative, folks, because intuitively they know it's something to be ashamed of. They, they know it's bad optics. They know conservatives are, are bar- embarrassing and the bad guys. So they have to continuously insist they're not on the right, but you are. You use your platform to tell people to vote for Republicans. Everybody you signal boost for are the who's who's list of shitty conservative influencers. You do nothing all day long but spread right-wing talking points and narratives. You are as MAGA as it gets, or at least right-wing and conservative. He says, I am not part of MAGA, but I do believe in fairness and justice. He doesn't. Chansley, who is the QAnon shaman, or Sherman, depending on who you are, was falsely portrayed in the media as a violent criminal who tried to overthrow the state and who urged others to commit violence. Uh, He did. He literally took a spear, a deadly weapon, into the Capitol building and tried to intimidate our Congress into not certifying the election, the will of the people, overthrow democracy, and it's all Trump as a dictator. That's what happened, Elon Musk. But here he is, urging people to be peaceful and go home. And the other video shows him calmly walking to the Capitol building, being escorted by Officer Jess. After he broke in, after they realized that they couldn't handle the crowd anymore, they're just like, well, we got you on video. We'll just charge you later. Do whatever you got to do. As long as you don't go near the Congress, um, you'll just get in trouble later. We can't arrest you all, so you just go ahead. And yes, after he already broke into the Capitol building, after they already tried to intimidate people into overturning the election, then he read Trump's tweet and told him to go home, and he told him to go home. That would be like if him and his group of thugs broke into your house, and they were robbing you. And then he was like, hey, hey, don't hurt them. Don't hurt don't, don't murder these people. Don't murder these people. Let's just rob them and leave. And then Elon says, hey, he was peaceful. What are you even charging him for? He was totally peaceful. He told his friends not to kill you as they robbed you and broke into your house. Yeah. He's still got to go to jail for the breaking and entering their Elon. And lies, lies, dead of a lies, that's how Elon has. Because the truth of the matter is, the guy pled guilty to what he did. As uh, this message on Reddit points out, it also leaves out the context that Chansley pled guilty to trying to breach Senate chambers while it's in session, egging on people to break past the police line, stopping them, and running away to access the third floor alone. According to his own confession, it was only after that he ran into a lone police officer, refused to leave, then convinced him they would leave if he was reunited with his group in the Senate chambers. Here's his signed confession. So why lie, Elon? I mean, I know why you're lying. I know it's because people won't fact check you. Your fan base doesn't actually care what the truth is. They'll believe anything you say, regardless of what it is, regardless of what the evidence to the contrary is. But the dude confessed. That's what he's actually going to jail for, not because of the bullshit you made up, you fucking liar. And then, uh, weirdly, folks, apparently some of the conservatives are starting to turn against Elon Musk. I guess Matt Gates is trying to stir shit between Steve Bannon and Elon Musk, who have a feud going now, which is a beautiful thing. Matt Gates retweets 
this quote from Steve Bannon that says, Elon Musk is a total and complete phony. He is owned, lock, stock, and barreled by the Chinese Communist Party. And he acts like it. Amazing. Love to see Rapey McForehead uh, stirring the shit. And like I said, folks, the feud is on between Matt Gates and Elon Musk. Here he is on uh, TimCast. I guess the love affair between TimCast and Elon Musk might be over too. He's going to stop signal boosting for you so much, TimCast. You better stop getting on his bad side. Anyway, here's part of the interview. The collapse of the sense of the only thing of real value is Tesla. He, he mar- uses it for margin loans. He sells the stock. The Shanghai joint venture is 100% controlled by the CCP. This is, why, they, this is why he never goes after the CCP. This is why he always backs off. This is when they had the, the protest. They had the protest about the lockdowns of COVID. He, w- he will not do it. Elon Musk is a total and complete phony. He is in bed in a business party. He's done some good stuff, of letting stuff out, uh, you know, with Taibbi and others. It's fine, but he is owned, lock, stock, and barrel by the Chinese Communist Party, and he acts like it. The, right? the, there was a story recently that they warned him to stop talking about lab leak. One hundred percent. He's got, and, and he, I think there was. They want him to take down the tweets he did the first right. time. Now he didn't take them down, but you notice he didn't have any more up there after that. And I wonder if he said, "Okay, I won't tweet more about it." But here's here's the issue I see with the CCP in the United States, and if the United States falters, if this fourth. By the way, the CCP Chinese companies are all in this, this uh, the Silicon Valley Bank. Oh yeah, that's another thing they're already Valley. talking about. We- Can't believe it, folks. First, Donald Trump telling the truth, and now Steve Bannon. What is happening? Steve Bannon went on to say. Elon Musk would take a check from Hitler. No shit. Yes, he would. Want more proof? Uh, all you people that hate China, that think China is trying to destroy the United States. Here's uh, the Chinese government is very supportive to Tesla. And Elon Musk is like, yes, support of the Chinese government is very much appreciative. I bet it is. Uh, you're in bed with them. And apparently he didn't like the fact that Bannon's calling him out. So Elon tweeted, I used to think Bannon was smart and evil, but now I realize I was wrong about the first part. <laughs> Got him. He's just evil. Of course, he never spoke out about Bannon before, never had a problem with him before. Would have sucked his nuts every day if Bannon didn't speak out against him. And then I guess uh, Bannon didn't like the fact that Elon said that about him. So Bannon snipes back. Smart enough to turn you down to your face every time you came to the White House for a taxpayer bailout. Evil enough to call you out as a running dog for your paymasters in Beijing. And uh, I also am not bored with this. Bannon continues. Musk has to defend his record now as a running dog for the most murderous regime in history. That's right. Get him, Bannon. And then Bannon going on his show again and telling the truth. I can't believe it. How is this real? Up crony capitalism, Elon Musk. And by the way, when we cut him off, he went begging. He went begging the CCP. And that's why they have the joint venture in Shanghai, the Tesla, which is 100% of his value, right? This guy lives on government contracts and taxpayer subsidies. Okay, it's all that we're going to get Joe Allen in here for a second. Elon Musk, once again, brother, uh, I'm smart enough to tell you no to your face. And I'm evil enough to be able to expose you as a running dog for the greatest enemy this nation's ever had. You're a war profiteer, you're, in, you're sleeping with the enemy, brother. And you've been doing it because all you, you, you're not an American nationalist. 
You're not even an American. All you are is a globalist, okay? A globalist. And you will go where everybody, anybody writes you a check, and you, wouldn't, you would take it from Adolf Hitler himself because you're taking it from people that are as bad as Adolf Hitler. The murderous regime of the Chinese Communist Party, which you praised on their 100th anniversary. I love it, folks. Let them goddamn kill each other. Fuck yes. Finally, this bullshit simulation doing something right. And speaking of Elon, advertisers who are already fleeing in mass from Twitter, I'm guessing they're not going to like this. So you know how they have the thing on uh, Twitter where readers can put their context beneath tweets? Well, now they're starting to do it to fact check bullshit ads from companies. And I actually love this, but the advertising companies are not. So Xfinity puts up an ad and then underneath the ad, readers added context they thought people might like. Despite the misleading name, the service caps out at 200 megabits per second, 50 times slower than 10 gigabyte speeds that the name implies. This information is shown when you click the ad. So holy shit, they're going to start busting out all these lies on Twitter from the advertisers, which is going to do nothing but cause the advertisers to flee even more than they already have. Beautiful. Of course, uh, I'm guessing the free speech of this is going to end very quickly when it hits Elon Musk, bottom line, his bank account. But one more on the he shall be Elon, folks, just to show you that Elon Musk will say absolutely anything. His word doesn't mean anything. He's a shameless con man. All he does is the same thing Trump does. Two weeks. It's going to happen in two weeks. Believe me. Here he is on a Joe Rogan show two years ago claiming that uh, by now, SpaceX is going to be much more advanced than it actually is. How long do you think it's going to be before you have like regular flights with that where you can take off and land and like an airplane where it'll be very consistent? With our extra pointy rocket? Yeah, with your extra pointy rocket. Do you mean Earth-to-Earth transport? Or, or to, just to orbit any or anywhere? Of, yes, people yeah. are people. Anytime where you could just do it with people yeah. and have, them, have it land. Um, I think probably two years away. Two years away. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really nice. Two years is pretty cool. Two years for people. We'll, we'll, we'll have a lot of flights between now and then. That's crazy. That's yeah. 2023 is not that far away. That'll be there before you know it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Totally confident him saying that in the folks. I believed him. And uh, I'm glad that happened exactly like he said. It didn't. It didn't at all. He's not even close. It won't even happen in the next 10 years period. Oh, that's what I thought. Just like everything else he says. Complete bullshit. He'll say anything to make a fucking buck. Anybody that believes Elon deserves whatever the fuck they get. And that is my Elon coverage. Well, we got to say, Toe Rogan. I know, right? Human thumb. And toe at the same time. He's a uh, double trouble. At least us and you, Dusty, can actually put our head on the pillow each night. As far as our consciousness goes, at the very least, man, I sleep so good. You guys uh, be jealous of my fucking sleep. All right. I'm never going to be famous. I'm never going to be rich. But I'm going to be well fucking rested. And to me, uh, that means the world. Elon Musk is not very charismatic. He's not. He's not very well spoken. Not quick. Not witty. I don't get it, but people think he's a genius for some reason. The same people that think I'm a complete fucking moron think he's the world's greatest genius. Go figure. I like Thunderfoot. Thunderfoot's pretty good. He's got some great Elon Musk videos. I've watched most of them. And all right, folks. As always, 
Who loves overtime? You love overtime, and you do, and you do. We're not quite there, but we will be there uh, by the time I get through with this uh, next thing I'm going to do. So reward me for overtime. Last chance to get your super chats. We're going to do one more section uh, before we move on to the after party. So get them in, folks, while you can. Because now it's time for Slow News Week. Boom. Cover your ears. This is going to be loud. Slow news, we've got some Okay, last show, I, I didn't do it very loud, and so I just wanted to make it up because uh, I was low energy last show. So, fuck y'all! People are like, don't scare my ear, Dusty. I warned you, cover your ears, motherfucker. If you didn't listen, that's on you. And first off, you know, we do uh, such a great job of pointing out how stupid men are on this show that sometimes we forget that uh, women are dumb as shit, too. Uh, case in point, here is a real-life podcast where I guess they uh, seem to think it's cute and charming to be dumb as hell. Do you believe in dinosaurs? Like, do you think dinosaurs were real and existed, or do you think they were methodical creatures? Methodical. I don't know. I like part of me likes to think that there was, but part of me likes to also not think that there was because it freaks me out. Not Tyrannosaurus rexes were the ones that flew, right? No. Uh, Tyrannosaurus <laughs> rex were the massive ones with the little hands, right? That's yeah. a T well, Rex. That's a um, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Yeah. And then what? They all just went extinct? Cool. Meteor. Got them all. Got them all. But dinosaurs don't, if you're a reptile, you don't have to have sex to reproduce. You just lay eggs. No, you do have sex. Oh, how right? Do, how, how would that? Um, it's like a penguin, right? They lay eggs. They went extinct because they stopped reproducing, but I guess there was a meteor. I didn't know that part. You didn't? Wait, no. Alex. Are you, you serious? Yes, that's like basic third grade history. <laughs> I've never heard that. The Big Bang? No, not the Big Bang! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought the Big Bang was the meteor. That no, the, the Big Bang is the creation of the universe. Oh. Like Flo Rogan. Just what the hell? Our society got to quit rewarding stupid people. It's not cute to be dumb. It's very unattractive. And next up on Slow Newsweek, man, I suddenly want a fucking bird. This bird is cool as shit. Sounds like C-3PO, can mimic human speech amazingly. This one comes from hero Mark Hamill. You know, uh, Luke Skywalker from uh, 2 Live Crew. Let's have a listen. It's a demon. My sweet turd bird. Who's my precious jabby bird? Who's my precious jabby bird? Who's my precious jabby bird? Who's my sweet jabby angel? Who's my precious? Who's my sweet jabby angel? What the fuck? Mm. It's R2-D2! How are you doing that? It's like a little recording device. That's freaky, yo. He's so sweet. Man, that's just wild. It's like a robot. Need a shit. Animals, am I right? And, uh, then, you guys see this one? This was all, uh, putting the internet in a tizzy. I don't know what the real context of the story behind this, but what it says is, 
that these Lowe's delivery drivers, apparently Lowe's has subcontracted a lot of work out uh, to like, uh, you know, private companies or whatever. And I don't know why they didn't want to deliver this. Maybe they get paid again if somebody doesn't answer the door. So uh, here is point of view when you miss your delivery window for Lowe's. Look how, look how much time they gave. Hog twice. Run up. Hey, I rang the doorbell and nobody answered. So we're out of here. And like I said, I guess this company might get might get paid for every delivery attempt. So they're just trying to uh, defraud Lowe's. Actually, I had something similar to this happened to me. Remember I told you guys that I bought my mom a new uh, washer and dryer for Valentine's Day? And for some reason, they split them up. And they only delivered the washing machine and not the dryer. And then they delivered the dryer to the Lowe's instead of to her house. And I went to Lowe's and I said, I said, why didn't you guys deliver this to her house with the other one? And they said, oh, I, we don't know. Um, so it'll be 80 more dollars to deliver it to her house. And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, you were supposed to deliver both at the same time for free. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. Either you deliver this for free right now. The, the, like it was right there in front of me at the Lowe's store. And I was like, either you uh, deliver this for free or I'm just going to cancel it, get my money back, and then reorder it online again with free delivery and they'll just deliver it for free then again. Like, this is ignorant. And so anyway, they took the uh, delivery free uh, fee off for me. So get your shit together, Lowe's. I guess that is the moral of that story. And I thought this one was kind of cool, folks. Uh, this blind lady got some kind of surgery to allow her to see for the first time in her life. And they asked her, what is the thing that shocked you the most when you got to see? And uh, her answer didn't really surprise me, but I thought it was interesting. Let's have a listen. I was blind from birth until just a few years ago and I'm answering some questions. So what shocked me the most when I got my eyesight? Um, I have to actually say I did what I looked like. I had no idea what I looked like. So I would go into stores with those mirrors on the wall and I saw myself and I actually said hello to myself because I thought I was a different person. And like I had a complete identity crisis because I, it's a little weird when you can't recognize yourself, right? It's, it's, it's kind of a little disturbing. Like everything you knew about yourself is wrong. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's a great question. Um, anyway, keep the questions coming in the comments. That's kind of interesting because I guess if you're blind, you would have a whole self-image. Like, I guess you would have an idea. I guess you wouldn't know what looking like anything would be because you never seen anything, but you would kind of have an idea of what you are in your head, I guess. But it, you wouldn't have any knowledge that it's based on anything. And then when you actually saw it for the first time, you'd be like, holy shit, that's me? That's nothing like I thought I'd be. And that would be like an existential crisis on who, who even am I? I'm not even the person I thought I was. So interesting to think about. And then somebody saw this and they thought of me. Let's see. Oh, yeah. This is a perfect response to this. This is pretty funny. If you are anti-police, I'm blue family. Unfriendly me. And uh, somebody said, blue lives matter? Question mark. All jobs matter. To which they respond. Uh, and then they, they, we don't. Oh, what about teachers? Huh? What about the mail carriers? What about garbage collectors? All jobs matter, to which they respond, right. Uh, but not all jobs are under attack right now. Exactly, exactly. That's the whole fucking point of Black Lives Matter. You got it. You're so close. You're so close. Great response. Love it. And uh, then 
Finishing up with this one, folks. I don't know if you guys saw this on my Twitter or when I posted it on YouTube, but I just got to say, uh, I am extremely pleased with myself for my description of this video. This was my uh, The Right Melts Down Over Trends Hershey Bar Chocolate Ad, and my description of the video was, Melts in your mouth, not in your trends. <laughs> ah, kill me. Awesome job, Dusty. Pat myself on the back for that one. Mm, that's just good writing right there, buddy. And all right, folks. That's my content. Hail to the yeah. Be sure. If you're not a patron, you want to be a patron, folks. You want to be. Not only do you want to help out the greatest show in the history of mankind to make sure I can do this forever, but you also want to get some of that sweet, sweet exclusive content. You don't want to miss out. We've got to keep this party going. We're going to do it. So click the description of this video and go do that. But first, Super Chats, Turd Ferguson. Love the name. The Yeehaws make my weeks. Dustin never stop. This is for your future vocal cord surgery. I know I'm going to need it. My throat is already sore. Uh, love the Daddy Sex Boys. Hit likes. What up, Kimchi? Hell yeah. Justin Ship. Cons would cheer for China if they invade Taiwan. True. They'll uh, jump on the bandwagon just like they did in Russia. $10, the RNC strategy is for state reps to make it as unbearable for progressive people to live there, so they leave. They know the demographics are changing, and they need to hold those states to win nationally. Yep, make it to where less people can vote. And uh, jettison uh, the progressives. Let's see if that's a winning strategy. Dusty, funny. Thank you. Peace, love. Hey, peace, love to you, Coach James. Good to see you tonight. Sweater wearing a tree. $20. Very generous. Here's $20 before you get a band for the milk. And I know, right? Hopefully I won't. Please don't ban me, YouTube gods. I'll be good. I'll suck your dick. Or I'll milk it. I'll milk your dick if you don't ban me, YouTube. What up, Django Fit? Dusty's another $5. I appreciate you, Dusty. I already read those, read those. All right, we all caught up. Amazing. Hell yeah. Hey, I felt really good tonight. I felt on. So I hope you guys enjoyed my show tonight. I sure appreciate you joining me. I have a friend in Taiwan. Never been to Taiwan, but I wish them the best. Let's see what else is being said. She kept good care of appearance of herself before she got her sight. Yes, yeah, she did. Because she thought, hey, uh, I better be hot. I'm blind. I already got that going against me. Um, better look good. Could you please dye your hair blue? And no, I can't. I look great in white hair. So why would I change it? I'm rocking that shit. Plus, uh, I want to uh, grow old gracefully. It looks like I'm less insecure if I just own my age, so I want to lean into that. Just to let me to Jesus said, I'm offended by his show. You should be. This show is the worst. And all right, folks. That's my time. I sure appreciate each and every one of you. Please consider becoming a patron, folks. Patreon.com for us podcast. Link in the description of the video. Uh, please do it. And uh, hit the like button. Hit the follow button. Please, uh... Tell your friends about the show, please. I'm going to clip out, just like I do every show from now on, I'm going to be clipping out uh, at least three videos, probably just three, but three videos uh, for the show. If you see those on my timeline, please share them around places. Uh, help me spread my word. If, if you like them, I'll keep doing it. If not, uh, then I won't do it anymore. It's just, that's how art works. If you don't support it, it goes away, so please support it. Leave comments, because that helps the algorithm. Uh, like it, all the things. You know how it works. I sure appreciate you. So uh, a lot of you I'm going to see right now on the after party, uh, the greatest after show in the history of the Internet. So be sure to go over there. The rest of you I'm going to see Friday, Friday, Friday for another episode of the best show in the history of all the multiverses. So make plans to join me. Uh, have a good week out there. I love the shit out of each and every one of you. You guys are just uh, 
my reason I wake up in the morning, the reason I work so hard on the show, because hanging out with you is the highlight of my week twice. I love to do it. I love my job, and I really appreciate you guys for letting me do this. So see you on Friday. And as always, till next time, logic. Fuck yeah! And let's play more of uh, Butt Ponies, an original song by Dusty Smith. Wrote this about, I don't know, 15 years ago. Uh, it is a comedy song that I wrote. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was uh, not even on drugs then. Let's have a listen. Good night, everybody.